Are you ready to take your career to the next level? Then meet me in the Leaders' Lounge. Let's go. this this week which hopefully you are it is the love week uh today i'm recording this is actually on valentine's day welcome to the leaders lounge i am of course your host dawn marie morris and this is where you can get all of your leadership eyes ums o's and hmms taken care of because in the leaders lounge our goal is to expand what we do through our company, the World Class Training Institute, which is designed to help strengthen leaders or human capital, which we say is an organization's greatest resource through the delivery of leadership and professional development training. The expansion that happens through the Leaders Lounge is in that this is your place as leaders to come and just take in all of the information that you need to help strengthen you as a leader. We typically have the Leaders Lounge at least once a week, and we talk about all things that you can use as you are growing yourselves and as you are growing your teams. So joining us in the Leaders Lounge is the best thing that you can do if you are a growing, thriving leader. And today is a very special day, as I said, because if you're watching it this week, this is the Love Week, Inside the Love Month. And um, we are talking about leadership and why love has to be the basis for leadership. I wrote last year the book, Unpacking Agape, The Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership. This is actually the um, sample copy, which is why it has the... Um, not for resale on it. Um, your copy will not have that because you can go to worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape to purchase the book. Um, but Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership is about how leaders are to execute and to operate in that selfless, sacrificial care and concern or agape love as they're leading themselves and their teams. And today we're going to spend a little time talking about why love even happens to be the basis or has to be the basis for great leadership. And then over the next several weeks, I'm going to go into certain segments of this book so that I unpack it more fully for you and you can see how you either are or are not leading in a way that is agape and how you may want to adjust your leadership so that you can be more in line with these qualities. Because I'm telling you, if you execute in a way that is agape as a leader, you will not fail, period. 
everybody has challenges and you may run into some challenges, but you will not fail. I promise you that. All right. So let's get started. I'm going to really just today, as I said, tap into why love has to be the basis for leadership, because we don't necessarily think about or some people may not necessarily think about love and leadership. And so I'm going to give you that foundation today so that you have in your heads or in your minds, if you haven't been thinking about it, um, the reasons and the justification for why you should even be thinking in this manner as you are leading your teams. So I have a chapter that's called Leadership and its Connection to Love in Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership. And again, you can get the book at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. That's worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. But I'm going to take a couple of excerpts from the book and then we'll talk more fully about it. So I start off talking about the different types of love that you hear in Greek mythology, right? So Eros is probably the type of love that people hear most often. It's that passionate type of love. And I have here, when we have strong feelings that are sensual in nature, we are said to have an Eros type of love. Philia, which is another type of love that we hear most often, is the love that we have for friends or equals. Um, and when we have the philia type of love, it happens because we have something in common with the other person in most instances. So I give an example here about some of my friends from my dance community. For those people who don't know, I love to dance. And I am a stepper. I haven't really stepped in a little while because I've been working on some other things. But... The people who have become my friends from that community, they have become friends of mine because we share the love of dance in common. You can think about certain people who either through your school or through your work, you develop certain relationships with, maybe because you lived in the same area, you may have children the same age, um, you may have certain um either food, even food likes um, that you share or locations to get food. Some people love to go grab. My new daughter-in-law loves Starbucks. So she and uh, her now husband, my son, they share that together. And that's their friendship part, that philia part of the relationship. They, of course, also have the arrows part, which is the sensual part. Um, but the philia is that part where you have something in common with the other person. So those are the two pieces. The, or the two types of love that we often hear. There's another type of love that is heard less frequently in terms of definition, but it exists most definitely. And that call, that is called storage. So S-T-O-R-G-E, the storage type of love. So as I have here, this is the type of love that parents have for children. While I have seen parents grow weary of their children and in some cases distance themselves from them, particularly when they reach adulthood, it is rare that we would hear those parents deny the love that they have for their children. In fact, if you ask the question, do you love your son or do you love your daughter? The answer would be, of course I do. That is my son or daughter. With storage love, that relationship is all that it takes. The parent to child bond is all that is needed for love to exist. And so in this type of love, the connection or the love relationship is because of 
relationship and it's relationship parent to child. And so there's nothing that has to be done for that love to exist. Where philia, we talked about, hey, we have some things in common. Eros, we're talking about, um, and when I say nothing has to be done, there's no outside activity. It's just because this is my son, this is my daughter, I love that person. Where Eros, I'm feeling something sensual for them. I may you know, have some romantic feelings or philia, again, it's about us having some things in common, which establishes our friendship. Storage is there's a relationship, parent to child, and I love my child. So I have, so there is that storage type of um, love for them. So those are the first three that I want to talk about. Now, this thing called agape, this thing called agape, which is the love basis that has to be existed in leadership. So some people may say, well, what is this thing called agape? So this is what I have here. The type of love that leaders need to exhibit, however, is none of the aforementioned. The love that leaders must demonstrate to their team members is grounded in sacrifice and selflessness. This love is called agape. What is agape love? It is the name of the Greek goddess of love in mythology. Agape love is the love of humankind. Its requirement for delivery is simply that the person is human. When agape love is defined, words like sacrificial, selfless, and forgiving are often used. When in the role of leadership, we must build working relationships with people who have personality differences, race differences, different ethnicities, different genders, different ideologies derived from a diverse set of lived experiences and more. When making decisions about what is best for the team, personal feelings about these factors are to become nil. When leading from a place of agape love, your feelings are not the driver of your decisions. This requires sacrifice so that you may think about what is in the best interest of the members of your team and make decisions accordingly. So when we're talking about this agape type of love, and agape doesn't just exist in leadership, it also can exist in that uh, mother to son relationship or mother to, to um, daughter and father to son, father to daughter and, and vice versa, vice versa, because we're talking about that sacrificial selfless love and care and concern for another person. But it also has to exist when you're talking about leading your team members. When you move into a place of positional power or you become a leader of people, you are first given respect just because you have the title. But if you are to move into that level of respect that exists because of who you are and your character and your love for people, is that Ubuntu, right? And for those people who don't know what that's about, it's about hu human kindness as well. And it's from, um, it's African, of African descent. It's spelled U-B-U-N-T-U, -U -U, Ubuntu, right? Human kindness, human care and concern for others. So 
If you are operating in agape leadership, right? If you're talking about the selfless, sacrificial care and concern for other people, you are talking about how you are loving them. Because in order to love someone, it doesn't take the sensuality and it doesn't take you necessarily having to have something in common. It takes you looking at what's in the best interest of that person, what's in the best interest of the team, and taking your feelings further off the table. Because even if you don't necessarily like it, you know that it's right for the team. There is a leader, I think his name is uh, Peter Drucker, who said, uh, management is about doing things right. Leadership is about doing the right things. And so what's the difference there? So doing things right means that I'm stacking these books, right? In the way that they're supposed to be stacked. Leadership is about looking at those books and saying, should those books even be positioned there? And even though, yes, I could stack them up right, that's not really what's best for the space. That's not best for the people. So let me first get them to the right place and then I can figure out how to best position them, right? So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about agape leadership and why love has to be the basis. Because if you are someone who's looking at doing the right things for the team, you are looking at them from a basis of, I want what's best for the people I am serving. And the only way that you can do that is if you have a selfless, sacrificial position. Nothing else, and I mean nothing else, can be at the forefront of your decisions. As a leader, if you take the position that I'm going to look out for me and then I'll take care of looking out for them. And I'm not saying that a leader, as a leader, you shouldn't have some concern for yourself or you shouldn't take some time to think about what you need and what your, what's in your best interest. You absolutely should. But when you are making team decisions, what should be at the forefront of your minds is what is best for the team. What do I need to do today to make the team be the best that it can be. So love, yes, has to be the basis for leadership. There is no other way for it to be all it can be. You can't operate from a place of fear. You can't operate from a place of um, self-aggrandizement. You have got to operate from a place of selfless, sacrificial, care and concern for other people. That's it. And that's what it is when we're talking about unpacking agape. Because the other thing is this, the reason this book, and we're going to talk about this over the next several weeks, the reason that the book is um, the seven languages of intentional leadership is because I often share that language is behavior. And so, or is best spoken by behavior because I can tell you that I love you. I can tell you that I'm concerned about you. But if my behavior does not align with the words that come from my mouth, then 
there's a disconnect. And then that's where trust and credibility um, becomes dissipated between the leader and its team members. And so there are certain behaviors that the leader demonstrates to show that they are actually an agape type of leader or a leader who has selfless, sacrificial care and concern for others. And like I said, over the next several weeks, we are going to unpack some of the languages of unpacking agape. And if you want to get ahead of the pack, go to worldclasstraining.net, which is showing in the lower left-hand corner of the screen there, forward slash agape, and pick up the book. Pick up the book so as we're going through this over the next several weeks, you can go through it with us and you can even be ahead of the curve because this right here is a game changer. I assure you, it is a game changer. I'll go into some of the languages, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make sure that you go and pick up this book. All right. So does love have to be the basis of leadership? Yes, it absolutely does. And what type of love? It's not eros. It's not philia. It's not storage. It is agape. Agape love has to be the basis of great leadership. All right. So. With that, I'm going to go ahead and, um, again, tell you, first of all, go pick up the book, Unpacking Agape, The Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership, so that as we go through the next several weeks um, and we look at some of the specific languages, you will be ready. And even at the back of the book, you can take your own survey and it's going to tell you which of the agape languages you most display most um, easily and most readily display as a leader. So there's a QR code at the back of the book and you just scan that QR code and take the little test and it's gonna tell you which of the seven languages are the ones that you, um, that you use most often. As I close, uh, the back of the book also has a closing love letter. Since I'm doing this on Valentine's Day and uh, we're talking about love as the basis of, of leadership, before I close, I am going to read this uh, closing love letter to you all. And I want you all to carry this with you uh, through the next week until we meet again. It says, Dear Leaders, Developing the language of intentional leadership agape may come with growing pains. For instance, there will be team members who will do things that may seem unforgivable. You will have to continue a working relationship, although you have determined that they cannot be trusted. There may be other instances where you are riddled with trying circumstances that challenge your temperance. In fact, for each of the seven languages, opposition in some form or another will exist at some point. When these challenges arise, remember that when a language has been practiced enough, it becomes the initial way that you communicate. For those of us who use English as our native tongue, whenever we seek to communicate, we naturally begin speaking in English. The same rule applies here. When you develop a deep commitment to using the behaviors found in this book, it will become second nature for you. You will know in that moment of leadership distress that you have sprung forth with a new level of self and leadership proficiency. Getting to this place may not be easy, but it will most definitely be worth it. Shine your light with intentional leadership. Shine your light with selfless, 
sacrificial care and concern for others. Shine your light with the language of agape. Love always, Dawn. So as you are going forth this week, shine your light. Shine your light. Start thinking about your teams and thinking about, am I operating in a way that is putting them first? Hmm. Am I willing to operate in a way that is sacrificial so that the whole remains greater than the, or remains or becomes greater than the sum of its parts? It may be a challenge for some and it may be easier for others, but trust me, as I said, if you exercise using the language of agape as you're leading yourselves and leading others, you'll always win. You'll always win and I want you to win. So until next time, remember, pick up the book, worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. Meet me here next week as we go further into this book and always know that at the World Class Training Institute and in the Leaders Lounge, when you are better, we are absolutely better. Take care. <laughs>